Because it's yeah. quite small of screen. Good evening, Aston Villa fans. Welcome to the Villa Forever podcast. I am your host, Chad Williams. Before we get started, remember to hit subscribe. This evening, I'm joined by my special guest, Super Mick Dale, also known as Mr. Aston Villa. He used to work as a tour guide at Villa Park and he was part of the football club's furniture for many years. Mick remembers me really well. We both go back a long way. I'm happy to have you on the show, Mick. Thank you, Chad. Listen, it's been a while, but those years were quite special, weren't they? You're 18 Yeah, and you were a tour guide at Villa. Good memories. Great times. And obviously, not at the foundation of taking over now, but in those days, I got a lovely link with um, Wilson Stewart School where you went Um, and had some great times. They're one of the happiest schools I've ever been. So you've got great memories of those days, haven't you? Yeah, they're all nice bunch of friendly people. Great. And your teacher that was so behind you, who arranged for you to do work experience at Villa. That's it, right, Totty. You still in touch? Uh, no, I don't think I've heard of right, Totty, for a while. Right, okay. Nice man he was, real nice man. Yeah, he was so behind you. And I love going to the school and seeing you, and not just you, actually, but. We had quite a few sort of visits, didn't we, where we, we chatted about Villa and, you know, because that school's very close to Villa, isn't it? It's literally a mile away. Yeah, just down the road, it's Honda. Yeah. So I just remember, you know, that, that day we, I think we're going to talk about it later, but your special couple of tours that you did with the people from Tamworth and the day we went on the, the pitch at Villa Park. Unforgettable, that was. It was amazing. Wasn't it? I just remember you on the centre circle for some reason. I don't know why we went to the centre spot, but do you remember it was like, wow, you're on Villa Park. And that's what we try and do, isn't it? We, we, it was our ambition to kind of make everyone's day that day. And not every tour does what, what you managed for them that day. Because the, those people from Tamworth loved it, didn't they? Are you enjoying retirement, Mick? Um, I'm not retired. I, I work for Hilton Group now. So I've been at work today, Chad. So it's it's not retirement. I'm, yes. I might look old, but I'm, I'm not that old. So um, no, you might old, be, when, when you said you were 27, that made me feel yeah. old. Because when I, I met you, I reckon you were 15, 16. Yes, it would have been, yeah. You know, so that makes me feel old now. You know, you're um, 27. and So that's literally nine years since you were 18. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, where does the time go? And that, that's still the best cake I've seen at Villa Park, that cake. I don't know who made it, 
But for your eighteenth, that cake of Villa Park was incredible. I've still got the photos now. Yeah, it was in uh, McGregor's, wasn't it? Got it, McGregor's suite, yeah. But your family took me to their, you know, I was made to feel really part of your family. And say hello, Tom Forrest. Yes, I definitely will. Yeah. So yeah. how's your operation? Good, mate. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's 14 weeks, but I'm finally pain-free. So I, I don't want to... Go on about my operation. Look what you deal with every day. And, you know, mate, you're such a positive, fantastic young person. So I'm really fine. <laughs> you know, I've always said it. And your teachers, you know, in, I, I would never have met you if I hadn't joined Villa and the community. Part, you know, sort of going down there to see you was my first placement. Uh, in the community and I got close to you all and I do miss those times but obviously the foundation's fantastic now it's it's got about 70 staff yeah. there Chad you know it's a big it's the biggest part of Villa the foundation yeah well before staff. I get I get more into the interview yeah I just want to introduction about the condition 100% you need to tell people and what I've tried to do, Chad, is is try and get you, you've got followers, try and get you more and for them to understand yeah. it because you've been dealing with it, um, you know, and I, I, I find that people need to know, yeah, that. please do that. Please give them... Do you share muscular dystrophy? It's a progressive vital muscle wasting condition. Muscles deteriorate, leading to paralysis, heart and lung failure, and early death. Duchenne is 100% vital. There is currently no cure. Very few people live beyond the age of 30. It's very important that we need to create awareness of DMD today. I was diagnosed when I was three years old, 24 years on, and there's still no cure for this very cruel disease. Let's all please help spread awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, let's, let's go with the first question then, Mika. Let's go to the beginning of your Aston Villa. Yeah. 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 Where did it, what, what year did you start working? Yeah. As a tour guide. What are your memories from your first day? Oh, I can remember it well, Chad. It was, uh, it was a boiling hot day, the 1st of July. And in those days, you had to take members of staff round on what they call a, a ghost or dummy tour. So you'd have to prove you could deliver a tour in front of them. So no pressure there. You can imagine it. Yeah. And it was boiling hot. I just remember. Oh, it was, it was quite, um, because you got this script to follow, it was quite a difficult thing to do, especially with the nerves I got being, you know, you've never shown nerves. You, you, you deal with everything that's thrown you, yeah. but, 
you, you know, I was like bagging her. Some, somebody called Rob Bishop, I think you know Rob. Yeah, um, yeah Rob, Rob kind of like got me through it. He cajoled me, he supported me. And, you know, at the end of it, they gave me a club tie. And that was the start of my um, tours at Villa. I, I became a tour guide. I started my training later that month. Um, we got Martin O'Neill as manager then. Uh, we were a top six side and it was exciting times. Um, well, so we did top six three times on the trot. Yeah, I know. Um, that, that was, you know, something. I, I still couldn't pinch myself. And listen, it, Matt, Matt Kendrick, who I know he wants to do a piece on you. He's been in touch about it, um, yeah. Matt Kendrick. And I said to Matt, I was terrible. The first few months I was, people were paying for tours and I was not very good at all. But, you know, you get to, you get to steady yourself. The Villa fans helped me. I'll never forget that, that they went, you're doing fine. And I've always felt part of the fans, you know, as much as I was working for the club, my, my, what would you call it? Affinity with the fans, and I'm a fan, yeah. and that's. I think that came across to you that when I turned up at the school, it was a Villa fan bringing your programs and and just having a chat about the Villa. It wasn't like I was anything from the club that, you know, I felt part of the fans, and I still the support of Adfan fans since I left the club has been amazing. So. And also, yeah. Matt, Matt Kendrick's a great guy. Matt is a really good friend of mine. Um, and he's someone you should speak to because I'll, I'll mention a lot of people, as many as I can tonight, because you know something, they're totally behind the villa, but they're great. It's going to sound a bit fancy, but I generally mean it. They're great people, you know, and we want. The best for Villa, of course we do. Um, but you know, the, the the club needs to remain for the fans. I, I watch you, Chad, in that it's quite exposed where you sit, isn't it? Oh yeah, this Trinity Road, yeah. That corner where you sit. And you're out in all weathers and I'm walking past. I mean, I haven't been there yeah. for six months, but I've seen you sort of <laughs> covered in I don't know what what you were wearing the last time, yeah. but you know, you sat out in all weathers for that time, and you know, you yeah, amazing. And now you've got Europe. It's um, it's it. You know, like you were. Well, what would you have been? Fifteen when the last time we were in Europe? Yes. Oh, yeah. It would have been about yeah. um, thirteen, maybe fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you. you and your folks that you sit by and your fans, I mean, you've got a great view where you are, but oh, I always perfect. think, yeah, I always think, oh, my, how is he managing to, because you're obviously sitting there and the wind's blowing, the rain's blowing in your face and you just deal with it and, yeah, fair play to you. Who is your favourite? Say again. Say again. Who is your favourite? So this is a, a very hard question because, do you know something? I've been so lucky. I've met all my heroes. 
uh, Andy Lockett. Uh, Andy Lockett's family are listening to this tonight. So I'll say hello to Matt, his son-in-law, and Carol, his Thank wife. You. They invited us to Burnley the other week as their guest. And he was my first hero, Bruce Rioch. But do you know, Chad, if I mentioned, if I said to you, Ian Taylor, um, Lee Hendry, Brian Small, Mark Burke, you know, yes. Tony Morley, all these players have given me the time and been them my heroes, but they, they're actually great people. And I've, I've met Cyril, I've met Dion. Oh, my, if I leave anybody out tonight, it would be just, I could not name you. I've been so lucky to meet so many lovely people and not just great players. They were great players, but I actually think the fact that they're such good people makes it even better. You, you know what they say, you know, never meet heroes if they let you down. Not one of those players. I mean, you know, and I, I include sort of the current players in this, the Conzers, the McGinns, the Grealish, the Jeff Grealish. They're brilliant. You know, they've been so good to me. And, you know, and I'm, that's what makes Villa, you know, you can be a top player, but it, it's great if they're a top person as well. And I've been lucky. I've met all my heroes. I can't, I was trying to think, actually. You know, I did the tribute wall for the 82 squad. And that was probably one of my best moments to introduce those 11 players. Well, it was, they were great. And Gordon Cowens, people like that, Gary Shaw. Uh, we're lucky to have this. And they're still around the club, Chad, which makes it even better. You know, the, the Nigel Spinks, they still live around here. Spinky and Shorey did a, a Legends tour last week. We're lucky to still have them local. Alan Evans was in touch with him this week. He's yeah. coming up from Cornwall for every game. You know, that's the dedication we've got. Um, and hopefully you've met a few of them over the years and I'm sure you're the well, same. I met, I, I met quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, they love you. Yeah, Kenny Swain. You know, I mean, Hannah Story. Hannah Story runs yeah. a former players club. She's doing a fantastic job of bringing all these players together because, as you can imagine, you know, we've got a lot of, of, of players that, you know, that came from different times, that played before the Premier League, that need her support and the support of the fans. And, you know, it's a great thing, the former players club. Um, so, you know, there's a little, as much for you tonight, there's a little plug for, for Hannah because... They do a great job supporting the players. So, you know, I've really sat on the fence, Chad. I can't give you a name. I can't. I think Gareth Barry. Yeah, Gareth Barry. I met at the cricket last year. Um, He's a big cricketer, isn't he? I met him. Um, I'd call Gareth Barry a Rolls-Royce player. And he got the best autograph I'd ever seen of any Villa player. It was so legible and classy, but he's a Rolls Royce and most Premiership appearances, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Well, been looking... Ashley Young was incredible when he came back to the club last year. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're going back. These players have looked after themselves, haven't they? The James Milners, 
still playing at 37, 38. It's incredible dedication, experience. Yeah, I think I think they've always, you know, like with with um, Ashley Young, Gareth, particularly James Milner, always wanted an ice bath after every training session. That was something I did pick up on in my first couple of uh, years at Villa, what the players' routines were, and he was one that needed an ice bath, you know, looked after himself. But the players do now. To, to compete in the Premier League, you really do have to look after yourself, don't you? Okay, you know, so they all know. Say again, Chad. What was that, Chad? I just had a drink. Yeah, you go for it. I love the backdrop. It's so good. With Mr McGinn's shirt as well. So, Mick, if you could sum up in one word your time as a tour guide, what would it be? Wow. Well, one word's difficult. Um, surreal, really because I lived my dream. I, I, I couldn't have put... Because don't forget, I just didn't do the tours. I, I got involved. I was like a bit of a, an odd job person. I'd do the mascots at Wembley. I'd do the filming for in London for the mascots. And um, I'd do the pitch stuff, which was lovely. You know, taking those kids on the pitch at half-time like I did with you and having a kick about with the subs. It was surreal times and, I, I, you know, like, you make the most of your life and I, I made the most of my time at Villa, 14 years. I, I had some great memories. I've been in Birmingham tonight, just before this, with someone from Buenos Aires. Oh, wow. um, and I, um, yeah, so Romy, I know she's listening, and um, Vero as well. Romy's come over and she'll be at the game on Saturday. Um, I'm still in touch with people from all over the world, and yeah, I, I, I've made the most of it, Chad. I've made, I had a great time. Live well, my dream. You're a true gentleman. Nah, listen, I only do it, I did it because I loved the reaction from the fans. And if you do something for them, the Villa fans just love you for, for being a fan. And all those kids that went on that pitch and had a kick about with Coutinho and Watkins and Mings, I'd like to think I'll never forget that. You, you'll you never forget going on Villa Park. Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it's all about. You know, the Villa fans, we are a family. And I found out the fans have been fantastic to me always because they know I'm in their corner. And yeah. I've never forgotten. I'm a Villa fan. It's just lucky to be working for Villa. And that's, that's, that was always my, you know, I'm going each day almost like, wow, should I be here? You know, am I worthy? And I, I mean, it, I never took it for granted one bit. What's the best part of the job? I'd, I'd say just making people smile and have those memories. And yeah. It was always nice to read a TripAdvisor review and say, or a letter that would come in saying, you, you know, it's the best day of my life. And 
you do get that from fans. You 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 don't underestimate it, but it's a big deal for fans. Whether they do a tour or yes, they is. have that experience, they're made to feel special. And they are, you know, everyone that comes has, you know, a special experience. And I hope that continues. I'm sure it will. It will be their own unique thing as well. Yeah. Oh, not, well, oh, you said that. I, yeah. I, I, I tried. I tried my best. And, you know, I did, I did my best. What was your favourite bit on the tour? Uh, I've got to say, it's, prob it's probably the obvious, um, would be the dressing rooms and going out to the fanfare as two teams was my favourite bit. So, And I think the fans would say that, to be honest. Sitting in the home dressing room and then walking out to the fanfare was, was special. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were little bits where I used to I used to like the interview room, to be honest. You know, when we went in there. Yeah. Yeah, because you started your tour there, and I let you do that tour. And Listen, if people think that that tour was set up, that was a paid tour that you delivered, right, with 20 people. Yeah. And that that was fantastic. And that, they were there to, to listen to you, and they enjoyed the tour. And, of course... I didn't do it. It was you that got them on that pitch. So don't say it was me. It was you. And you delivered it. But it was always nice to get the rapport at the beginning. So we'd have that connection. And yeah. you, I, I, what worked for me, Chad, was I'd get their names. And people, if anyone's been on a tour with me and they're listening to this, they'd go, Mick would always remember their name. I, I think that's so important that you... You make that connection with people. Sometimes the kids wouldn't want it. It would be a bit, oh, you're embarrassing me. But generally, you could have that rapport with people by making that connection. I was interested in why they were Vela fans, why, where, why they came from, I don't know, Prague and supported Vela, why they, you know, where that came. And that built up rapport. And, mate, I've gone through all my numbers to, to get people to watch this tonight. And uh, it took me a while. I really appreciate it. You need, well, you need to hook up with Matt as well, because, well, you know. Yeah, hook up with Matt. And, you know, he's, um, he, he had to come back. He'll tell you this. He had to come back from his holiday the other week. Yeah. Because uh, his son wanted to watch the Hibs game. So their holiday was curtailed for the, uh, their season to get hold as he, he had to come back for the hips game. So, uh, fair play. I think they had three days instead of seven, but he's a good man. Matt's well, good as Good. Yeah, because he's got a great well, well, podcast. I, I did it with you, mate, a few months ago. Right, I never saw that because um, I will because Claret and Blue, isn't it? Yeah. Dan Rollinson's a good lad as well, and he's got John as well doing the um, uh, the, the reporting now. John's a good lad, and, and he's picked a, a great first season because we're in Europe. Yeah, I'm very good friends with Dan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've actually become real good friends with him now. I know you did a podcast with him. Oh, he's a great guy, yeah. Real, real yeah, awesome yeah. 
Yeah, I keep seeing him. I'm eating my breakfast in the morning. Well, I think it's finished now, but I kept seeing him on the transfer window on Sky. So Dan and I have probably go back when he first came to Villa. Um, you know, sort of, we did um, something with the uh, the old owner, and uh, we met then. So we've kept in touch. Well, I get your nice memory now. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I did work experience at Villa Park, yeah. working alongside Mick. Yeah. As a tour guide assistant. Yeah. On two separate occasions, in 2013 and 2014. I always remember that time when you go 20 people from Tamworth. Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the end of the tour, including me and everyone, you allowed us to go on the pitch. Yeah. Which was absolutely incredible. I'll, I'll never forget that. Thank you well, for that memory, Nick. Chad, the one thing you forgot to mention there to everyone is that you did that tour. You took that tour. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did, yeah. You, you know, and there wouldn't have been many people, and we've Gather, we're training new tour guides, or Villa are training new tour guides now, that would have gone straight into that without any kind of, you know, they normally would shadow for a few for a few weeks. You went straight into it. So be proud of yourself for that. You were like a young man at the time. And, well, thank um, you. I, I, I don't think the people, if, if they are listening tonight, the people that were on that tour will ever forget it because it was a special day and especially the way it ended up, you know, to go yeah, on Villa Park. Yeah, it was. I don't know how silly it was. Was your dad there? Um, at the 18th it was. Yeah, was he, on the, was he on the pitch that day? Was it just me and you? Um, I mean, it was just me and you. I mean, that yeah. Day. I just remember your dad sort of phoning or Speaking to your dad that day about you it. Might, and, you might have phoned afterwards, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you did well, and it was it was a great link up with Wilson Stewart. And I hope the school's still doing what they. It was the happiest school I've ever been in because everything about it was just like the kids were so happy, weren't they? You know, you fun. had the best yeah, gym yeah. as well. You had a great oh, yeah. garden as well, where you grew stuff and tomatoes and everything. I just remember it being such a happy school. That's a real good man. good times there. Yeah, I used to love coming there. And, you know, I'd just turn up sometimes, wouldn't I? Which, with my, officially, with my Villa badge, you know. Um, and it was good. It was good to see the kids. It wasn't just you as well. It was... Oh, yeah, they're all together. We come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously... You know, the, the the foundation do a fantastic job. They're going to have to get you on the sleep out one, one of these years. Yeah, you never know. With tiles and, yeah, tiles says hello as well. So he, oh, he's doing hello well. as well. Yeah, he's a great bloke. He's really invited me to, mate, he invited me to um, the Hibs game the other week. I'll never forget that. Lovely gesture. He scored goals, didn't he, Chad? You know, that was oh, the thing. Yeah. You know, he wasn't just... And, and when Peter Crouch does his podcast, 
he always mentioned Tiles as one of the, the best players he played with. So. A really nice person as well. That's what I'm saying. If I would have said to you my favourite Villa player and I'd have come out with a name, it would have been a complete um, snub to all the other. They're just lovely people. I mean, Crouch and I, my last game at Villa, he's, he's had a selfie with me and it made my day. Um, and it was good because he took it, took this selfie. And it, it, it was such a great picture. So they're all good. You know, and the 82 squad. And, you know, I go back a lot further than you. And the 70s boys like Frank Caridus and, you know. Yeah, um, Andy Gray. Like, Andy Gray, of course, yeah. John Dean, Brian Little. You know, Brian's still around the club. We're, we're very lucky to have him still, you know, in the Midlands area and still being a big part of it. And, and Hannah's got... A, a great role in that. She involves everyone. Um, we've just bought uh, Tommy Johnson and Mark Draper in there doing a grand job. Um, you you know, just... Tomo, I played against Tomo. Tom and I go back a long way. Tomo was incredible when he was a young player. I played for Birmingham School Boys. He played for South Birmingham and no one wanted to mark him. He played with somebody called Paul Dyson we went yeah. to Coventry. Tom, I went to Coventry as well with him. And Tom and I have become, I'm very lucky, you know, we're friends. Brian Small, uh, Mark Walters, they're friends. And who, who can say that, you know, that your heroes become your I'll friends? I'll Gary Thompson next week. Tom, I'll say hello to him. Yes, um, I will, definitely. You know, I've worked with him at Cov as well. I, I did a little spell at Coventry a couple of years ago. Um, just helping them out when the villa were away. And uh, Tomo's very highly thought of at Villa. But he, he's a Villa fan. He does his WM commentaries, doesn't he? And well, I spoke to Daz Hyle before. Say again, Chad. Uh, Daz Hyle. Yeah, Daz Hyle. I don't know him. Is he the WM? Yeah, I, I went to the studio. Well, I did. Did you? Yeah, I've heard the name. Oh, it's a amazing experience. Yeah, WM are good, aren't they? And, um, it's quite funny, Chad. When I used to sit down in Lower Trinity, the guy next to me used to listen to Gary on his headphones. Right. He used to listen to the game. He was watching the game, but listening to Gary on his headphones. I thought it was hilarious. So, you know, Gary's 50 metres behind him and he's listening to him watching the game. But um, I, Tomo, look. He's one of very many players that, you know, are credit to himself. He promoted. Oh, well, he'll tell you that. He got promoted with Alan McConnelly, but he said, um, it's a famous line, isn't it? He's got his picture in the press room, Tomo's picture, and he said, I've had a bad back for years because I carried Villa in the promotion season, and uh, he was. That 88 season was incredible. And he, him and Alan McAnally, David Platt, you forget. Oh, great, well. Yeah, I met Platty with, um, it was quite a funny one, that, with Mancini. They, they turned up for a Premier, Premier League managers meeting. Oh, wow. And I, I was more excited about meeting Platty than Mancini, to be honest, but that's another story. Yeah. Do you remember what I think, birthday party? 
Of course I do. Yeah. That cake, um, I don't know who made that cake, but it's the best cake, <laughs> Villa cake I've ever seen. It was on Jackie's Cake Kitchen, I think. Well, it was amazing. It was massive as well. And Ben Teco was on there. Yeah, yeah, it was a good part. I remember it being, like, in the McGregor's, just every, all the colours, the Villa balloons, and just a, with pictures of you, and your mum was lovely. Um, we had a great night, and yeah, well, thanks for inviting me. You know, felt part, of, felt, felt part of your family because you know, I've got a few years where we haven't really been in touch, but who forgets the early years because those were my first years at the club, so they were defining years, which helped you help me, mate, because I, I, I wasn't, I, I, you know. Someone that suffered with my nerves, how I do that when you're dealing with what you're doing. But I was, a, you know, a bag of nerves, and you calmed me down by, by seeing what you were dealing with and seeing your face, giving you something to focus on. Villa's a big part of your life, and when we got you involved in the club, I'm sure... Yeah, it helped you, but you've never, like, left that... Buzz for the club, are you you're still in that place? I've got, got a real passion for it. But you, it's good that you, you've got that focus, my friends, and you, you, you know, everyone needs something to focus on and look what you're dealing with. And if Villa can do that, it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. I'm not just saying you, but, you know, great and, and long, mate. It's the podcast to give me a new lease of life. Well, let's get this podcast, yeah? I don't know how many followers, because you know me, I'm not on... I do like YouTube. I love get watching... Subscribers, yeah. Yeah, get these subscribers on board. And, you know, and obviously about your condition as well and raising awareness because, you know... It's really important to me, that is, as well. No, mate, when, when, you, when you read the facts, it's... it's, it's you know, but listen... You're doing... How are your mum and dad anyway? I haven't really... Oh, oh they're, really, they're really well. Yeah, that's why hello to you as well. Oh, so like, So where's this set up then, mate? You're at home now. It's, it's in like a, 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 sort of like a study. Great, because you've always... I love it. Oh, he, he's got to be one of... Do you know something? Guinea is such a character. Um, I could... Yeah, I'd, I, I said to him, um, the sleep out, you've got to come to sleep out. I said to him at the sleep out last year, I went, John, and he spoke to every person at the sleep out. There were 200 people there. And Josh Feeney, what a good lad he is as well. Josh came with him. He's one of our big stars of the future, centre-half. Uh, we got him from Fleetwood, I think. So him and John turned up. And I went, Guinea, this was October last year. You have an amazing record for Scotland. Of course, it's got better in the last few weeks. And do you know what he said? Do you know what Guinea said? Yeah. Doesn't count for anything. We're not in the World Cup. And that's the professional name. But I'll tell you yeah. what, he'll be at the Euros next year. Well, what I like about him is he don't stop running. 
uh, he's just a uh, he's one of my favorite. You know, like the three players that I loved in the championship years were Connor, Jack, and Guinness. And it's no wonder they were they still are all good friends. What a combination of players and they're good for the team, you know. We've got you, every team I think needs good characters and John McGinn is such a good character. Yeah. Well John, John McGinn is my favourite player. Good. Well, he that's gives good it, to he gives it his all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, honestly, he's a breath of fresh air to everyone. And no one will, you know, there might be a few things people say tonight, or I don't agree with that, but no one can, um, now, you know, he's, he's a really good character. Does he go down as a villain legend? Yeah, yeah, he will. Even though he got me into trouble at Bodymon once. Did he? He did. He I was setting up a breakfast for all the clients, you know, when they have a sponsor's day. And he, because this breakfast wasn't really for the players, of course, it's for the guests. And, of course, they do like the sausage baps and the bacon baps. And Guinea stole. Cons, um, Codger saw it. He said, look, what's Guinea doing? And he got one of my bacon baps put in tomato sauce and he ate it before <laughs> training. <laughs> and I've got a picture of it to prove it, Chad. Yeah. So he's if a character. Give, if you could give any advice. Yeah. When you tour guide starting. Yeah. Their job. What advice would you give to them? To be themselves. To be themselves. And and should I put a light on? Because I'm a central oh, yeah, in the it's dark. Got, it's got a bit dark. <laughs> Is that oh, better? Yeah. yeah, to be themselves because I made that mistake and I, I don't know, I was, like I say, a bag of nerves and put your own angle on it, be yourself and I probably shouldn't say this but I, I dispense with the, the script of the tours because I, I, I like to bring things to life for it's people. It's to go off script. Yeah, definitely. And, and and that works more because I was lucky that I had stuff that was relevant from match days and, you know, I was around sort of the training grounds and doing stuff. And I would never make something up. That's a, what you shouldn't do. No one's going to do that. What I wanted to do is give people, you know, fly on the wall stuff within reason, you know, not something that wasn't, you know, sort of... Um, um, you know, ethical to tell them, but definitely make the experience that they felt they were hearing a, a bit about Villa that, you know, they wouldn't have found out and, you know, the players, what they were like and, you know, their routines and bring it up to date for them. And yeah, that always worked with me, with a bit of humour as well. Everyone likes, you know, sort of... Banter, Say again. Good banter as well. Banter, yeah. And, you know, all, as long as it's done in the right way, and, you know, you, you, you can judge people that would 
want that. And but you know the excitement they got from being on that tour. You know you kind of fed on that, and it was like let's let's just make this the best day, you know. And I, I, I think pretty much, you know, you've got to watch it as well that like you don't get blasé because. Yeah. We've built that tour up. It's now number two. It was number one of the events in Birmingham. And you don't get too cocky about it. And so, yeah, you might have done a good tour the one before, but you need to kind of just, you know, calm down and make sure that experience you gave the last group, you give the next group. And that's what I always fed on. I mean, I used to do the kids' birthday parties and, you know, I. Yeah, and I'm seeing players now that I used to take round, like the Ramsey brothers, and they're doing great. And you, you know, you can't. You you see these kids like Jack at fourteen, and look how they've developed and become lovely, you know, people, adults as well as players. And that kind of like, you know, it's very humbling to see them. And even players like Victor Johansson. Was yeah. great with me. He's gone to Rotherham. He's their keeper now, and you know to see them doing well. Callum at Coventry, you know they've all made good careers, and that's credit to Mark Harrison and, and Sean Kimberley that was at the academy before. You know they brought these players and given them, you know, a foundation to go on and be good professionals, great professionals. So we. We've done a few with them. And, but, yeah, to any new tour guide, don't expect it to like, yeah. be perfect from the start. It's not going to be. It's, it's a, it took me probably, well, somebody said, you're not going to make it, you know. And I thought, oh, no. And it was the Villa fans that kept me going. So someone with, with you know, one of my colleagues said, look, you're not, you're not going to do it. And I thought, no, I, I I can't not get this right because I was a community coach at Villa um, before I did used to do some volunteer work so I did have a placement as a, a coach in the community um, but I lasted about three months it's very much a young person's game I enjoyed it but I thought the tour guide's more up my street and eventually that, that job suited you really well I loved it I loved it and never say never you know, I'd love one day to go back, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. When um, did you love the last of Villa start? 69. Yeah. No. Oh, My dad wow. took me. Yeah, because I, I didn't. It's like the kids these days. You see them and they're going at three and four, aren't they? But we, I was 10 when I first went to my first Villa game. And it was um, 9.69. And do you know, for me, it was that walk down Aston Park from the hall and I saw the ground and it was fantastic to see the pitch. You could see it through the two stands and the green and the, the colours. Everything was claret and blue. The tickets were claret and blue. The programme had a blue tinge to it. And my dad wrote, I've still got the programme, wrote all the changes in. And, you know... Um, I've been able to meet some of the players like Charlie Aiken and Dave Roach and get that program signed and um, different times, different they were the the Villa fans of my age will tell you that 
they were so different those days that, you know, people had all go on the bus and um, the players, you know, we were in the second division when I saw the team. Yeah. And then pretty much two years later, they were in the third division. But those were the days that my heroes, Andy Lockhead and Bruce Royer came to the Thor and Dave Rudge became a good friend. Unfortunately, passed away last summer. But sure. Yeah. The, you know, those were the days that I remembered. And it wasn't like the coverage these days, you know, you had to cut the pictures out of the sports Argus and you very, you know, sort of autograph books were the thing in the day. And, um, you know, the scores at half time were on the scoreboard from your programme and not watching the goals at half time like they do now on their phones and different times, the pitches that they'll all tell you that. But, oh, honestly, Andy Turnstile, you're listening, Steve Turnstile, we all look back on those days with massive great memories. If you could fast forward a time machine or go back, just for one weekend, we'd love to do it and see those players again. Was it nice to meet Sir Doug Amazing. Um, Doug was very good. So my dad um, invited him for his 75th birthday back in 91. And he didn't really know me. And when I joined the club, Doug was no longer the chairman. Yeah. He'd sold it to Randy. Um, but, hey... <laughs> How fortunate was I? I got to look after him for his 90th and 91st birthdays. Um, with, with He was held in um, the old director's suite and Doug had a fantastic 90th birthday with all his friends um, and I got to look after him. So Heidi was there, his wife and all his family, Gary Newborn, McCohen, all his old friends. So Doug was a gentleman to me. I can't fault him. He was great with the staff. I never worked for him. I was fortunate enough to go to his funeral at the parish church, which was amazing. Um, what was the service like? Um, uh, incredible. Um, you've got people like, and the head of the FA was there. Um, people like um, Mike Summerby, obviously all of Villa staff. Um, David Dean, do you remember David Dean from Arsenal? Um, I don't think Arsenal will remember him. Yeah, he did a reading. But the one thing I remember about it is Doug's granddaughter doing a solo song. Um, just incredible. Um, with, with a guitar just singing um yeah just incredible service and yeah really really privileged to be at that because look at the rolls royce yeah you need to get the mishmash you need to get that picture for your room have you seen it the one of villa yeah. yeah alex bennett Alex really Bennett's good. really good. Yeah, and there's a picture of Doug's roles, isn't there, on that? There's a picture oh, of me, yeah. Chad, if I'm really going to big myself up as well. 
Doug's in the left-hand corner. I'm in the where right-hand is, corner. The corner Dudley, Doug? That was Jimmy Graves. When Doug caught a salmon, because he'd got a, a stretch of water out near in Scotland, he bought, and he used to be very ruthless when he caught the salmon with, um, shall we say, putting it to sleep. So that's why he called him Deadly Doug. But, was it a dream come true? Working yeah, as a tour guide? Of course it was. Out of yeah. I, 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 I would never like have imagined. It was my dream, like all of us, to play for Villa. And a good, because I played at Birmingham School Boys, one of those lads did go to play to Villa and I followed him everywhere um, because he was playing for the youth team with Gary Shaw and I went to the Youth Cup final. And that was, you know, that was a dream of mine to play for Villa. Um, it was never going to happen. The minute I saw Gordon Cowan's play, I thought, yeah, <laughs> these players are right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my favourite player. But he, oh, he's such a lovely guy. But, you know, the quality of these players, Gary Shaw would be another. Uh, Brendan, I played in the same school boy team as Brendan Ormes, but they were so much, you know, like that star quality. And obviously I hadn't got that. Years on, yeah, I, I, you know, it's the second best thing, isn't it? Um, well, and some of the players, yeah, I live my dream. And I'll tell you what, I would not have changed a minute of what I did at Villa. I wouldn't, you know, I got to, to, to go to Wembley and represent them, to, to do things that a lot of people would never do and even be the main man, you know, the main lion. That was a role I had. So even being Hercules, and just just doing everything. I was up for anything because I thought this might not last forever. And 14 years was a good time to have. What was your job before working at Oscar Villa? <laughs> so I was a community coach. But before that, I just had a desk job in a call centre working um for the government and you could well we used to get told off for talking about Villa Chad you know if we were talking about football why aren't you working yeah. and then like after 30 years I, I got paid for talking about Villa so it was quite a nice twist to be honest but Nick, I'm loving my word say again do you spread the word about my podcast well I will do now because I I have to say, it was only when Dan went on it that I realised you were doing a podcast. Because you and I have lost touch the last couple of years, which isn't your fault. Um, it's probably mine, but there's been a lot happening. Um, of course, I'll spread the word. Well, you're, probably asking, you're probably asking the worst person because people will tell you to get hold of me. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on social media. But I have got a lot of contacts. If I was to tell you, um, Jack's mum and dad have been told about it tonight. Um, all the 82 boys. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of people. That, can we watch this? You know, after tonight, do you do it? Is it still yeah. in there? Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's live to YouTube, yeah. So, yeah, I'll spread the word. I must have sent about 50 or 60 uh, messages tonight. 
Well, let's go 400 subscribers. Well, hopefully we can get it to a thousand. Oh yeah, that's a good target. That is definitely. And then and then keep moving. Uh, Mr. Kendrick's your man, and Mr. Bishop, and people like that, because, mate, you need to get people on it, more guests. I mean, the fact you've asked me, you know, you're scraping the barrel there, mate. You need to, you need to up the ante here. You need need I to mean, get. I mean, you know, a few contacts. I've got a few over the years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Tails the other week invited me to Villa. I mean, incredible. You know, I'll never forget the friendliness. And if I, I've, I'm going to kick myself that I've not mentioned enough people tonight because, you know, the people that have given me the time of day there. Just go drink, Mick. Hey? Just go drink of water. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Mick, to finish off the podcast. Yeah. Can you tell me a funny moment? Or an interesting fact? Um, mate, I think I think there's been a lot of funny moments at Villa. And funny moments normally are when things go wrong, aren't they? But I'll, I'll give you one, because you wanted it around a tour, didn't you? Yeah. So the one I thought up with the tour. A few years ago, um, the Portsmouth owner, they were doing Fratton Park up and they wanted to come to Villa and have a look because we're one of the iconic stadiums, aren't we? And we, are, we, we have like um, a very good um, sort of look to the to stadium and the, the Trinity is fantastic how it's very Victorian and you know, goes back to those days with the tiles and the, the stained glass. So, um, yeah, the, the villa asked me if I'd give a tour to the Portsmouth owner and the chief executive. But there was a presentation first, and this presentation went on quite a while. Now, the Portsmouth owner happens to be a guy called Michael Eisner. Oh, yeah. He ran Disney for 20 years. He was chairman of the Disney group, right? So probably one of the biggest multicultural corporate organisations in the world. And he ran it for 20 years. So I turns up and I, I was in the meeting. I, I was part of the delegation, the Villa delegation. And they went, because these people are very... Busy, aren't they? Time is money. So he got a very tight schedule. So um, they said, Mick, you've literally got 10 minutes to do a tour. Yeah. And we were in Doug Ellis at the time. We were in the big box, you know, that big box nine in Doug Ellis. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? And <laughs> this is, as I say, one of the, the most famous CEOs in the world. Um, I'm going to take him to the top of the hole with this delegation. That's amazing, huh? And I did. And he got his baseball cap on. And I took him, the chief exec, and the rest of the Portsmouth party um, to the top of the hole. And there he was, cheering away at the top of the hole. 
you know what the view's like from there. Um, fantastic. So that was quite a funny story. And, and then I was privileged to take our owners round on my own for an hour. Oh, wow. um, Wes and SF, yeah, which was something that I wasn't in a good place at the time with my mental health. And, and that, if Luke Organ, actually, he was the guy who was in charge of the club at the time because we were dealing with the sale of the club, weren't we? It was crucial. You know, the villa nearly went under, very, very close to going under. And Luke trusted me to take them round on their own. Those were tough times for the club. Yeah, and when they came in, fantastic. Uh, but, you know, I was uh, obviously the, the negotiations in London with our owners and all, all of that, which was done at a high level. But I was the first member of staff to meet the owners. And when Luke said, can you take them round? I didn't think he was going to say on my own. But I spent an hour on my own with them. And that is probably one of the things that was, wow, you know, the club do trust me. And, and Mick, I'd just like to mention something on this podcast. Yeah. Thursday morning. We had some very sad news. My friend from secondary school, yeah, and sixth form, Jordan Hopewell, very sadly passed away. I'm absolutely heart, I'm absolutely heartbroken about it. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. It was and, a massive, and, massive shock. Jordan, he had the same condition as me. This is the harsh reality. Well. Of douche, yeah. It really Chad, puts things into perspective. Chad, this needs to, yeah. I, I, you hadn't mentioned it, you left it right to the end, and I think people need to be aware. And, and obviously, there's research going into it, but it, it's not that well known, is it? The condition. We need more, we need more awareness. Because it, it's very rare, isn't it? But having yeah, said that, you know, the condition. You think he was, how old was Jordan? So much as me, only 27. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard for me to comment on that because I know what you must be thinking, but, you know, listen, you've got all these people behind you and more, hopefully. Um, I will make sure that as many people as I can, and Dan, I'm sure, Matt, people like that um, spread the word and get your followers and you know. not, life is not fair <laughs> not to you it has not well, been life, fair at all them are so young as well Chad how can anyone with what you're dealing with you know complain you know you, 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 you credit to your family as well and I, I don't know it's difficult on a podcast if we were talking together you know, it would come over better, but you hang in there, you know, and obviously you're going to, that's going to really upset you what happened to Jordan, but listen, we'll support you and that's, it's your family, look at what a lovely family you've got. I've really lucky, got a lovely family, yeah, definitely. You know, and you've got a lovely house with lots of, you know, what they've provided for you, you've got a lot, you know, support there, mate, and 
hopefully the Villa fans will take you, you know, under their arm and and, and spread that word because look at our fan base. It's global now. It's, We've got... it's, like, it's like the Melinda fit as well. Yeah. But, you know, these are times where the internet can... It's amazing what effect it can have, like, on people's lives and spread the word about about you, you know. The, you know, some of these people have set up the YouTubes, the fans, you know, without any kind of background like you've got, are doing getting thousands of followers, so why why wouldn't you? I keep being positive. You should be. You've got to be, and I'm sure your mum and dad have said that because that's horrible news, but, you know... I think, I think Jordan wants us to carry on. 100% he would. Yeah, and look at you. You know, you, you're doing really well. Um, and I'll make sure the next time I'm at Villa Park, I'll tap you on the shoulder. You're always watching the game when I go past oh, you. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see a few times, yeah? Yeah, it's been a few months. Like as I say, I was, um, I was at the Hibs game, but um, I won't be there Saturday because it's my daughter's 30th birthday, but well, I, I will. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But make sure, um, you know, that we... We keep in touch, and if you ever want to come on again, you know, and I'll bring yeah, one of the. You're definitely welcome. I'll bring Hannah on with me next time, yeah, and she can bring it. Hannah, with, and she'll bring some former players with us, because I'd love to speak to you. Well, Nick, what's your score prediction on Saturday? Oh, that's a hard one because we're playing Palace, aren't we? I think it's probably the one the fans are looking forward to because. We're going to be matched up against a team that's had a good start like us. You know, uh, I know Liverpool was a bit of a... I went to Burnley and Diaby, um, what a player he is. Oh, and we look great. He's, he's another level, that guy. And Kanz is playing brilliant. And, um, do you know something? Might be a bit controversial. I'm going to go to all. I think there'll be goals in it, but Palace are doing... I'll go 2-0 then for you. 2-0. I mean, we're playing them uh, 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, which is rare, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's not on telly. Is that your prediction, 2-0? Yeah, I'm going to go clean sheet, 2-0. OK. Yeah, Henry won't like me for saying he's going to drop two in, but Palace, um, they've got Ezzy up now. They've got some good players. They've had a good start to the season, Crystal Palace. They're a good team, mate. I love Roy Hodgson, I do. Um, he's another one I've met. Love, love Roy. Um, let's see. I mean, Villa, Villa are playing some great... They've got some great attacking players now. And, you know, um, it's a shame we're up to Tyrone. And, you know, obviously, hopefully we're getting um, JJ back soon. Um, and, of course... When do you? You know, we, we, we've been unlucky, I'm but I know we've got we've got a strong squad though. We've got a good em team. Emery's really buying quality players, isn't he? We're, you know, sort of bringing in, you know, people from Barcelona now. And, you know, you know these players better than I do, Chad, because 
I, you know, I don't know many of them, but they're they're they're, they're quality. So I'll go. Um, I'll go two one then. I'll go two one. Yeah, good and good bet. Yeah, I think I think there'll be goals in it. Definitely. I think I, 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 most of the readers have comments tonight. We're going to read no. just a few out. I, I'm already getting comments. I can see on my WhatsApp. So, you know. I'll go to that one first, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. You're a very good. You, you put me at ease because you're a good interviewer. I was got, quite nervous, yeah. but you, you put me at ease. We got a comment by Romina. Delushi. Remain as the... Yeah? You know my love for Villa. Become a passion. And for that and your friendship, I'll be always be grateful. Thank you, Chad, for this podcast. Thank you for sharing your memories together. Up the Villa. So look at some more comments. Well, Romina... Um... They come from Buenos Aires, Argentina, well, and I met up with. Yeah, and um, this is another great story. I managed to get Emmy to FaceTime them. In, he just won the copper, and he had a young daughter. And he came into Villa, and he FaceTime them on my phone. And what an incredible! Her and a friend managed to speak to him. For a few minutes in Spanish. Also, my good friend Stephen Mason commented, Great guest, Chad. You've shared some special times. Yeah, we have. We go back, mate. And that's a connection. Now, you know, that's genuine. We've known each other a good 12 years now. So, long, mate. Continue, mate. As a comment, Steve Dial. That's my brother. Oh, is it? Yeah. My brother makes me so proud. We all the best, Chad. There you go. It's my twin, that is. There you go, mate. Let them keep coming, mate. I don't know. Very good interview. You must know Alex Batchelor. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Alex Batchelor. A very good yeah. interview, Chad. There you go. And we've got this one, JR55TEX. Best times working with Mick at Villa just before COVID times. Loved every minute. Thank you, Mick. Yeah, I know Jake. Jake, Jake was um, my oppo with the lounge. Yeah, he used to like do all the um, front, you know, check people in. Lovely guy. Yeah. Not no longer at the club, but really decent. So a little look at the table. So a little, little look through, see what other comments there are. Oh mate, I'll keep in touch. Yeah, there's another one. Yes, uh, John, my uncle John. Good evening, everybody. Pop. Yeah, is that your uncle? Yeah, yeah, my uncle John Blevins. Yeah. Have we got one off? I'm in Tyler. Mick is no, an absolute I... legend. All the nicest guys you'll ever meet. No. <laughs> Top guys on the podcast. Mate. Up the villa. Mate. It's just perfect tonight. It's gone really, for me anyway, really well. And 
you know you've got a nice um set up here it's you know me i'm not very technical but it's just been really informal and I, yeah I, I hope you're pleased with it and make sure you keep in touch and let me know we, we definitely will meet up sometime and when does it go on YouTube? Because I will watch it on YouTube. Uh, well, because it's live, it'll be up there straight away. Will it? Oh, dear. Okay, okay. That's so well, good. Well, 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 Mick, are going to bring this podcast to a close? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, everyone, good. for watching. Thanks, Chad. If you've enjoyed this podcast, like it, share, and please subscribe to my channel. And make good sure to get your post notifications turned on let me know your thoughts in the comment section below also thank you so much mick for your time okay can i can i just say thank you as well oh yeah definitely and and love to larry my mate uh from cornwall and, and betty lancaster as well because they they're listening as well so um they're good friends so well mick um, the last thing that is left to say yeah is up the villa. Up the villa, absolutely. And I hope it's 2-0. Um, and we look forward to seeing you. Hopefully the Brighton game. Yeah, yeah, up the villa. Up the villa, Chad. Loved you. Okay, let me just click the outro.